You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Hello and welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge on the Mighty 1290 Coil. This is Alan Hager sitting in for Sean McGuire this week. And I'll tell you what, it's a great day to be in healthcare. It's a great day to be on America's Healthcare Challenge because we have a great interview coming up right now with Sally Pipes from the Pacific Research Institute. Joining us now here on America's Healthcare Challenge is Sally Pipes, the president and CEO and director of the Pacific Research Institute. She is also the author of several books on the Affordable Care Act, uh, in particular, The Pipes Plan, The Cure for Obamacare, the truth about Obamacare, and much more. Uh, Ms. Pipes, thank you so much for your time here on the program. How's it going today? Oh, it's going very well, but it's it's extremely frustrating um, listening to all of the information on health care between uh, Senator Sanders, Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump. I mean, it's it's really um, like unraveling an onion. It's, there are many tearful moments because it's so so hot right now. I mean, you know, before Donald Trump got into the race, before Bernie Sanders, it seemed much more calm and we were going to be able to, you know, everybody would be in line with a a single replacement plan for Obamacare coming out of the Republicans. But now, um, I don't know, when you look at the poll numbers of Kaiser, now, um, you know, the, the, the percentage of people for repeal and replace of a GOP replacement plan is down to 13%. So I'm very, I'm, I'm a bit on edge today. Do you think they could replace it at this point? I, I get this question all the time as I'm traveling and speaking. And one of the things people say is, can they really get rid of it? And I just wonder your thoughts on it, because it just seems that with all of the changes in the healthcare industry, with the consolidation, less insurance companies, uh, aka less choice for consumers, uh, can, can this thing even be uh, overturned or taken away? Well, I certainly hope so. I've been fighting this. You know, um, Obamacare was signed into law on March 23rd, uh, 2010. So um, next month, just in just about a month, it will be celebrating its sixth birthday. I never thought that it would still be here, but, you know, the Supreme Court upheld the first case in 2012 and again in 2015. Romney lost the race. So it has been around six six years. But I think even though the numbers are showing as Sanders and Clinton go at it, that maybe a single-payer Medicare for All system would be the best system. I'm Canadian. I grew up under that system, and it's just, you know, American people wouldn't tolerate the long waits, the ration care. But on the other hand, I think the American people are realizing their premiums are way up, deductibles are up, the networks of doctors and hospitals and the exchange plans are limited. So I think with the right candidate and the right um, candidate winning the presidential election and the Republicans keeping the House and the Senate, I think definitely it would be, it's, it's never easy, but the, the, a replacement plan based on what is in my new book, The Way Out of Obamacare, I think, I think that the American public would, would like it and would welcome it. But, you know, it's going to take, it's going to take a victory um, in this election. And the way the debates are going now, it's, it's kind of, I'm not quite sure what, you know, how it's all going to end up because, um, Donald Trump, who is the leader in the Republican side right now, uh, he seems to be all over the place with health care. One day he supports the individual mandate, and then he decides he isn't. He does support health savings accounts, but he also thinks, you know, that the government should pay for everybody to be covered. So, um, but I think I think definitely um, the country is ripe to go back to a plan 
a program that empowers um, um, doctors and patients and not the federal government. I'm in favor of state-based reform because I think it just makes a lot more sense based upon uh, the numbers, especially when you look at studies like the Dartmouth Atlas comparing Medicare beneficiaries costing twice as much in one state as opposed to others. Uh, you thought I, you brought something up that um, I, I noticed uh, too in, in the latest debate. It seems uh, you, know, you mentioned a little bit how uh, the, the candidates are maneuvering a little bit. And it was interesting to see that uh, you're right, the Democrats both kind of moving towards this single-payer system. And I was just curious if you could ex elaborate a little bit more uh, on your experience in the Canadian healthcare system and why, why you don't think Americans would tolerate a system like that. Because I don't think folks realize that Medicare is nice, but many you still have to pay an awful lot of money every month for a Medicare supplemental plan plus drug coverage and others. So I'd just be interested in your thoughts on that. Right. Well, of course, I remember I was doing a debate a few years ago with Ubi Reinhardt from Princeton at an international um, conference, and I was talking about the Canadian health care system, which is Medicare for all, single payer. Private health care is outlawed in Canada. Everything is provided by the, the federal government. The, the provinces each run their own system with transfers from the government. But um, Ubi interrupted me and said, Sally, we have an example of a single-payer system in this country, and it works very well. This was about five years ago. And I said, well, Ubi, what is it? He said, it's the VA, the Veterans Administration. And if you just look in the media about all the problems with the VA, with patients not being able to get, you know, doctors immediately not being able to get specialized care, people dying on waiting lists, the lack of all of the drugs that are available to most of us are not on the formulary. So that's what happens when government dictates um, what is going to be available what is going to be paid so um, people just have to read about the VA and realize that what the VA is doing today as a single-payer system is what Bernie Sanders wants for the rest of the country and if you think about he's from the state of Vermont Vermont actually passed under Governor Shumlin a single-payer health care system a couple of years ago but late last year they had to abandon it they couldn't make it work because the tax increases would be so high so in Canada, where I'm from, and from the West Coast, from Vancouver, the government took over the health care system in 1974. They spend in Canada about 10.7% of gross domestic product on health care, a lot less than the 18% we spend here in America. But when government sets a global budget, the demand for health care is often higher than the supply. And so what happens? You get waiting lists. Today in Canada, the average waiting list from seeing a primary care doctor getting treatment by a specialist is 18.3 weeks. That's over four months. So is it any wonder that 52,000 out of 37 million Canadians come to the U.S. every year and pay out of pocket for an MRI, a CT scan, um, a surgery, that they feel that the time that they're going to be on the waiting list is, is, is just too long and it's not um, good for their health. The former premier of Newfoundland, when he was diagnosed with a heart problem, it couldn't be dealt with in Newfoundland. They couldn't, um, there was no the waiting time in Montreal and Toronto was too long, so he went to Miami to the Mount Sinai Hospital and paid out of pocket for this surgery because his, his life was at stake. And when he came back, the Canadian media said, how could you possibly you know, go to the evil United States and, and pay for this surgery? And Danny Williams said, it's my heart, it's my health, it's my choice. And so you know, the Canadian system, because, because of what the what money is available, you have these long waits. And funnily enough, the waiting times at 18.3 weeks are longer now than they were back even in 1993. And, but it, 
to your earlier point, we had a conservative prime minister in Canada, Stephen Harper, for two terms, and he was not able to get rid of the single-payer system in the same way that Margaret Thatcher was not able to, you know, tone down and get rid of the National Health Service in the UK. But I will tell you, long wait, care is rationed. So if you're elderly, remember Sarah Palin used to talk about the death panels. I don't talk about death panels, but care is rationed. So the older you are, the less likely you are going to be able to have access to an MRI or a colonoscopy or whatever. 